pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, the Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. We're sponsored by D&D Beyond, the ultimate digital Dungeons & Dragons toolkit that takes all the confusing rules of D&D and compresses it into an awesome online package. Perfect for D&D newcomers and veterans. Use the link in the podcast description to try out D&D Beyond for free. Last time on Erois. After losing in a battle of wits and treachery to the demon prince Gratz, our party made a desperate escape from Azagrat, the pleasure planet. Aided by matron mother Ilhares and her Lolf worshippers, the party infiltrated the astral port where their ship was docked. And with careful planning and clever tactics, they dispatched the guards, freed their ship, and made their way back out into the vastness of astral space ready to complete their journey home to the material world of Erois. Two main obstacles stand in their way, however. A region of astral plane called the Shifting Straits and the powerful sunship that protects Erois from all invaders. The dangers of both are still unknown. Finally, Nova used the spell Dream to contact Valor, the young girl the party protected when their adventures first began, and who was revealed to be the daughter of Callus Valkyrian, the enemy, uh, their enemy. Valor implored Nova to come and free her and take her back to Erois just as the dream ended. Uh, and that is literally where we begin this week. Uh, mm. The low, mm. powerful rumble of the twin star longbows, infernal engines, churns in the background. The sleek metal and crystalline walls pulse with arcane power as the ship makes its way through astral space. Uh, heading in the known, what is believed to be the location of Erois. Um, you guys do have a couple of days, so if there is anything you want to do, anything you need to do, uh, this is the time to do it. Uh, so just let me know what you want to do. Cool. I got one. Uh, I got a few, actually. Sure. I got like 20. I got like 400 things I want to do right now. Uh, okay. But if we're getting close to Palador territory, I want to ritual cast divination. I mean, it doesn't matter if I ritual cast or not. We've got long rests in between, but mm -hmm. it means I don't use spell slots. Uh, ritual cast divination to contact him specifically, because uh, it says I can contact a god with it. Um, okay. I mean, and, I think... Uh, I'm not going to say no, but I believe the intention is being a cleric. You normally contact your god, but if it doesn't specifically stay, uh, then it, it yeah, says theory. puts you in contact with a god or a god's servants. It doesn't say your god. Okay, okay, oh. sure. So um, I want to I want to contact um, the god of the nine hells, and uh... <laughs> so there's a couple yeah. of things. 
First of all, um, are you going to cast this like with the still two days to go? Are you going to wait until you're a bit closer? Um, and also, it says here that incense and a sacrificial offering of, uh, appropriate to your religion together worth at least 25 gold, which the spell consumes. So you tell me what that is going to uh, be and mark off the 25 GP. Which uh, you thought of, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, Hesper, he created the bird people. Me, Aracocra. So I suppose so for each yourself. divination... I, I, but I you're not contacting. You're not contacting Hesper. Oh, I'm contact. Oh, oh, good point. Oh no, appropriate to my religion. That's weird. Oh well, yeah, it but you're my not contacting your sacrifice. Yeah. Oh god, what's Palador, the god of light? Um. Well, I've got. I don't know if any of this would help, but I have one white wooden loot worth thirty-five gold, a bestiary of astral beasts worth twenty-five, a book of religious scriptures and prayers of the huntress twenty-five, um, and that book oh, for the huntress. noble family of Lunaria. Yeah, it's huntress though, so mm. I don't know if any uh, of those. Oh, loves would hunting. Help. Right. <laughs> you decide. You tell me what you are. What is your sacrifice appropriate? Uh, incense What's and Palador all about? offering. Um, Palador's all about Modron yeah, ships. I know that much. We saw him. So um, on a Modron ship. I think technology. Then. I mean, he's the sun sure god technically. A... Mm. Um, burn something that can be warm. <laughs> Like the sun. Hold on a minute, I've literally got. <laughs> hold on, I've got all my freaking. We set fire I mean, to something and then ritual. Point. This shouldn't just be on Kim to remember. Like, you guys can make religion checks. Like, you yeah. might have your own theory. Like, if Quill is like, oh yeah, he's all about technology, you can just make that assumption. Um, yeah, I know the symbol, symbol is the gauntlet hand with fire. Can we do a? Re- can I do a religion check? You may do a religion check. Yeah, of course. There's a couple of things I can tell you otherwise. Well. I'm pretty sure I've got a good idea of Palador. But... Palador, I mean, you would know the very basics that are taught across Erois. You know, you, you, you hearken back to your days studying to be a messenger um, in the the Arakokan spires, um, and you were taught, you know, everybody receives a basic tuition about the gods. Um, well, I suppose they were taught to you as being gods. You now know that that's not necessarily true. Uh, Palador is depicted as... Normally depicted as quite a young man um, with blazing skin sort of skin that is permanently on fire um normally sort of portrayed in a number of different skin tones and and you know body shapes but generally the consistent thing is that they are constantly on fire uh they provide warmth and light fire to the world of Aroes. um but they are there is also a militant aspect to palador where they are a kind of god of protection uh they are a god of war as well um, when you need strength, you can call on Palador's strength, you know, the, the flame of courage and that sort of thing. Um, all of these things uh, work to uh, what you were taught about Palador. And then obviously Quill and yeah. Ayla specifically saw the sunship. And the figure you saw there, they seemed older than you had perhaps seen them as depicted in tapestries and things like that, more haggard, more weary. Um, they had the kind of flaming aura. Um, but yeah. I mean, years of defending Aroes from Starbane boys will do that to you, I suppose. Probably could. Ah, that's what the Cradle does. Certainly. Yeah, Cradle helps as well. Um, okay. 
So stuff I can burn. Stuff to burn. Let's see. Well, burn, burn, burn. Twenty-five scroll worth. <laughs> that would certainly meet the criteria of a beast at least <laughs> being twenty-five imagine? gold. <laughs> just pieces of it. Eight grand. Just pieces of it. Oh. <laughs> Paladin didn't care about that one. Well, <laughs> if you use the, the uh, spell scroll, by the way, up. Go on. Yes. Okay. If, if you use if a spell, use scroll, a spell scroll, scroll, do you need to use ingredients as well? No. If it's a spell scroll, you don't. Neat. I have a divination scroll, too. There you go. You could spend that. As well. Anyway, <laughs> so, anyone else? I'd like to think that but while you... Quill is rummaging around asking everybody about what to burn, Pulls he just scroll, cut, stumbles like... across the scroll. <laughs> I, got, I got the scroll. I could just use this. I could, burn I could it. use oh, this wait. as a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you just want to use the scroll and you want to use it while you're still two days out. Um, uh, I mean, if I, it, it would work, right, wouldn't it? I think it just it well, doesn't have a distance or anything, so... You don't know. Oh. Not, just because it's not in the rules doesn't mean that there are not uh, more esoteric elements to spells like this. It does say in specifically right, okay. in the spell, you ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. The GM offers a truthful reply. The reply might be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Um, so it's not it's not a conversation. You get to ask a question, and the god will answer it or provide some sort of omen or similar. Um, okay. I mean, I've, got, I've already got the question, if that helps, or at least the first question. Okay. Sure. Uh, and that would be, uh, what can we do to identify ourselves as friendly upon our return to Arois. Is that what you are asking? So you pull out the scroll, you unravel it, uh, recite the ancient words, trace the runes, watching them kind of glow brightly in orange light, and then that's the question you send out towards Palador. And Palador's... I start with Dear Palador and then end it with Bird Boy that you saw flying back to Arois at one time. Okay. He remembers. <laughs> How can we identify... What was the question exactly? How can we identify ourselves as friendly upon our return to Aroas? Okay. You can't. You cast your mind out with the spell and in a trance-like state you await an answer. And your mind and your body are filled with uh, an intense heat, a warmth that spreads through you. Not painful, um, but incredibly bright and, and overwhelming your senses. You feel the warmth spread over your body, the light almost blinding white, um, and you can see the shape of a, a humanoid man um, kind of stood... Uh, in front of you and you hear this crackling voice like embers of a dying fire kind of speaking out to you um restore the mind of the guardian the protector bathe your ship in its essence and I will know that you are to be trusted. What the hell? 
Restore the mind of the guardian. A cryptic rhyme, a short phrase, or an omen. Oh! 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 Restore the mind of the guardian and bathe your ship in its essence. I mean, we've already done that. Sentry's mind has been restored. If it is Sentry, right? Like the Prime. I think it's basically coating the ship in Prime essence. That's up for you to decide. If that's what you think it is, that's what you think it is. Is there another guardian that needs his mind restored that Sentry could help along the way? I'm just thinking. Like, she has the power to restore the minds of guardians now with the Matrix. Is It It might not be Sentry, it might be something else. This is not Ayla what speaking, guardian? by the way. She's too dumb. She's too dumb for that. <laughs> yeah, Ayla's like <laughs> somewhere else. This is pure <laughs> Katie. Um, nice. Uh, well, that's the answer you get. Um, anybody else? That's Tom's done a thing for a bit. Anybody else? Anything anybody yeah, yeah. else would like to do? Go on, Sentry. Sentry, put a um, hand up. I would like to um, commune with the Matrix in a similar vein okay. to what Quill did, but ask sure. three questions to Root. Oh. Sure. So let's have a look at commune. So this is a power that you have with the, the the matrix. The prime matrix allows you to speak with the primes of the past. Um, commune. You contact your deity or a divine proxy. In this case, the prime is the equivalent. Uh, and you ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or a no. Uh, you ask your question before the spell ends. You receive a correct answer for each question. Um, I think as well, like it does say that you can, you might get a short phrase or something like that as well. Yeah, a short phrase is an okay. answer instead. Um, Yep, okay. If you cast this spell multiple times, but you don't need to worry about that because this takes charges, and I think it uses quite a lot of them, doesn't it, for the Prime Matrix? Yeah. So, the Sentry, you find a quiet moment aboard the ship, and you sit down, close your eyes, and you feel that golden sphere of light and energy within your chest, and you, you somehow know that you can cast your mind into that sphere and it is like plunging into a deep endless amber pool that stretches out to infinity with a horizon and a sky above you but there is nothing but this endless infinite amber water when you dive into it you can feel that amongst the eddies and the currents voices memories history the lives of thousands, tens of thousands of other guardians, beings like you that once had purposes, that once had friends, allies, enemies, just swirl around you. But in it, there are essences that are brighter, that are stronger, currents that you can feel more strongly. And as you swim towards them, the familiar presence, not an image, not a, a body, but a presence that you recognize. It's like being in an old forest beneath a large oak, its boughs kind of hanging down, its scent filling the air, and you know that this is Root Prime, your predecessor, the Prime before you. What questions do you ask? Um... Can I ask it, um, do you know the Sunship? The voice that comes back is like a... It's like the branches swaying in the wind. It's an old voice. Yes. 
Um, is there a way I can ask you to speak with it? My essence is now with you, Sent Sentinel Prime. I am here. I cannot go beyond. Okay. Um, how can I contact it? The guardians were the protectors of Aruas. We help those who are in need. Remember this purpose, and Palador will know who you are. Thank you, Root. You are doing well, Sentinel Prime. Remember, till all are one. You feel till your consciousness one. kind of rise back up to the surface uh, as your consciousness rejoins the rest of the world. Yeah? And you feel that the the, uh, the spell has been successful. Cool. Awesome. Oh, one. Anything else? I don't suppose there's any uh, shops where I could buy a shield on the way, is there? No. No, there isn't. You are on a a astral spaceship in the middle of astral space, heading towards. You're on the outer edges. You're not even close to a habited system anymore. You are now on the very fringes of astral space, uh, making your way towards your lost home. There's like a loot room where Thalia's been just like throwing stuff that she's no collected. No, Thalia doesn't use shield. Neither does Kyrie. No. Neither did Bim. Never. What oh, are you Bim looking might for? Have had a secret shield fetish. <clears throat> what? A I see shield? you rummaging. Mm, You've been shield. stuck in I your own mind. You want a shield? Oh, uh, mm, yeah. Like centuries. I know it's really cool, isn't it? I really want one. It's cool. I do want one of those. You're not so going I on the front not... line, are you? What? Uh, I don't know. What shields? I like shields. I, I mean, centuries is so cool. I want one. Because then I right. could, you know, I could go on the front line and you could stand behind me and we can cast spells and it'll be awesome. Uh, I'm not too, no, I don't want to stand too close to the big baddies. I quite like my distance. However, if you consider that, you know, you don't need to get one, you could just make one because you're Nova. Mm. I'm sure we could piece together things from this ship and some scrap and we can make one. I I, I could try, over. but something's thanks, something's telling me I, I, I'm not off. allowed to do that. Like you know, with the <laughs> time. <laughs> you, if, if you if you wanted to take pieces of this ship apart to try and make a shield, this ship that you don't own, you can absolutely try that. If you want to do well, that, you can definitely try make room. She doesn't oh, even go sure. back there. <laughs> definitely not important. Yeah, no. definitely. That will be completely happy with you tearing her. Pride and joy apart. Yeah, yeah it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, I don't think, of data I don't... pads that she can't read anymore. 
Like Bim's not oh, around. Wow. <laughs> Just glue all the Bim's data pads together. Jesus. <laughs> Tom, I would love to see you going into battle with just a load of iPads strapped to your arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most frail shield. No command. Put the torch on. <laughs> right. Oh, dear. Anything? Um, can I go and talk to Talia, please? You definitely can, yeah. You find her... Since your since you escaped as a grat, Thalia has been withdrawn, quiet. Uh, sticks mainly to the cockpit. Doesn't seem to go back to her room. Sleeps in the cockpit. Uh, there is a kind of um, you don't smell any alcohol. Normally, when you've come in and seen her drinking, but this time you don't find anything. You just see her kind of staring out into the misty purple expanse that is astral space and there are no stars like the area you're looking out into there's almost nothing it's just endless mists and she's just looking around when you enter she doesn't turn around or anything like that um you just hear a kind of faint is there a problem something need doing i'm afraid we're still a few days away oh no it's all good i'm just bringing you some uh hot Chocolate, fresh from Sentry's Kitchen. Hey, oh, here I, you go. I thought we were all out, but yes, thank you. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Um, she kind of takes it and just puts it to the side. She doesn't drink from it. Uh, it's very kind of you, Nova. Thank you. Was there anything else? Uh, I'm just going to awkwardly like, kind of sit in one of the chairs and do an awkward lean. So how are you doing, Thalia? Oh my goodness, my dear, please. This is... Really? Really? Just come out and say it. Yes, I mean, obviously, I'm... I'm very... Sad. I'm very sad about everything, honestly. Uh, that ring was... It was really my last hope. Uh, it was the last thing I really... Hedged my bets on. I guess there's just... I have to accept what is and what I cannot change now. And I've got a job um, to do, which is to see you and your companions get home, and I intend to do it. So... Can I ask what you would have wished for if you got your wish? Oh, I suspect you know... Well, I suspect you know a part of it. Um, I can make an educated long, guess. It's a complicated story, honestly, sweetheart. It's... I don't know I if I'm ready to, to tell the full story. I don't know if I am ready to tell it. Not fully. Okay. Well, how about I say some things and you just, like, nod your head or shake your head. Um, your snakes can join in snakes. as well. Yeah, the little snakes kind of writhe and, and kind of softly hiss like a, a gentle purring. And she kind of smiles and she picks up the, the drink. Yeah. All right, sure. Go for it. So I think that you came from an important family and something happened and something that made you the fabulous person that you are now. <laughs> and you left your family because you were sad about what they might think of you. And... Mm, okay, maybe not that bit, but... Keep going. You miss them, and you want to go back to who you were, and 
If you do, I might have a solution. Maybe. Well, I can tell you that you got five out of six. In terms of your solution, if you're referring to your companions, who I've seen are very capable magic users, I am sad to say that I'm not sure if it will do anything. I know a lot of people in this multiverse, Nova, and some of them are quite skilled themselves, and they could not help me. I believe that only a being as powerful as the one who did this is capable of undoing it, which is why I wanted Graz's ring. It wasn't just a spell that did this to me. It was somebody quite powerful. I mean, certainly if you and your companions want to try, I won't say no. But I don't really have any high hopes that it will do anything. I... I mean, we can always try and... Well, if it's a god you need... We seem to have several, you know, on dial. Maybe we could figure something out when we get back to Aroas. That would certainly be... That is perhaps the only hope I have left. Uh, I mean, obviously your friend Quillick has some divine connection to some being. I did hope that perhaps that being may be somebody that I can beseech for help but I am happy to let Quillick try or you try or Lucius try but I'm not going to get my hopes up about it if you'll forgive me I've tried too many times with a lot of very different people to fix my problem well what will you do when we get to Aroas will you stay with us for a bit Honestly, my dear, I don't know. Um, find somebody that can help me, uh, but I imagine that a, a new world, a world where perhaps a creature like me, people may not even know what I am. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I certainly have no objections to helping you and your companions, but I would like to maybe try and find some answers to my problem. Um, I'd like that if you stayed with us for a bit and I'm sure we could find someone to help you would. she kind of gives you a sly grin and if you can find someone to help me I will be very glad to return the favour I just want to say I know you're sad I know lots of things have happened and I know that we kind of you know we screwed up with Graz but you call your condition a problem, and I can't comment on that, but I want you to know that you're badass. Like, you're so cool, and like, watching you fight, and watching you do the thing with your eyes, that's amazing! And like, I know you're not happy with it, but I just want you to know that my sweet... I think it's the coolest thing ever. You can stop, my dear. I have no issues with how I look, the abilities that I have. I mean, 
I think I even said it to you when we first met. I know that I am a badass. You don't need to tell me that. The problem is... It's not just about me. It goes bigger than that, I'm afraid. And you say all these things, but Nova... uh, You don't know me. You don't know who I've been. The things that I've done. The person that I was. When what happened happened for many, many years, well, let's just say that I was not too different from our dear friend, Sax Ravis. I was selfish. I was cruel, manipulative, secretive, violent, and not in a fun, badass way. I mean in a cruel, villain way. Because I was angry, because I was sad, because I was spiteful, But centuries will give you a different perspective on things. Watching the galaxy become, watching the multiverse be controlled by people like Valkyrian will change your perspective on things. You know, I met Kyrie a few decades ago. I helped her. I rescued her from some thugs she was trying to avoid and she'd clearly not found her own place in the world. But you know the sad truth, Nova? I didn't save her because I wanted to help her. I saved her because I thought it might make myself feel better. But I'm glad that she has a safe space now. That she has somewhere that she can call home. But don't make the mistake of thinking that I'm some hero. Because I'm not. I'm really not. No, but... If we hadn't met you... We'd probably be arrested... And on Elysium, and... Oh, there were plenty of pilots in that disgusting bar where we met. You would have found someone. You would have found... One of them had oxygen as an option. I I don't think we would have survived as long as we have with you. Well, I can't say that their company would have been as pleasurable, but still. Still, enough. I'm. This is too much for me. This is a bit too much melancholy and self-pitying. If you want to try any spells or rituals, do let me know, but I'm not. Yes, well, anyway. Anyway, my dear. She kind of smiles, and you can see the the armor comes back on, right? Like, you kind of have this moment of vulnerability, and then she's back into, I'm the captain, I've got a job to do kind of mindset. Um, And she doesn't brush you away, but it's very clearly like she puts the, I'm done now, like, kind of vibes down. Shuts off. I'll go talk to Quill, and I'm sure we can try. At least try, right? You know? But anyway. Oh, believe me, my dear, I'm, I'm more than willing to try anything, as I have proven time and time again throughout this galaxy. And she kind of gives you a wink. I just want to say thanks. And I know you know you're a badass, but it might have just been nice to hear it from someone else. Because you are. Anyway, going now. Bye! I think maybe as you're leaving, you just hear a very kind of... A very, very faint... Thank you. Crack that yeah, crack that the, egg. The door to the cockpit. Uh, uh-huh. Lucius is there uh, against the wall. <laughs> Nova, how's your Salia? 
Do you need this door on this little uh, hatch thingy here? <laughs> yes, Lucius, I definitely wouldn't remove that hatch or unless you like would and do you need to breathe? Uh, yeah, yes. Then oh. I wouldn't remove that door. I back away. <laughs> yes, good 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 man. Good man. Seriously, Nova, keep an eye on him. I don't want him taking any of the ship apart, please. No, he 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 thinks I can make a shield out of bits of the ship, but I I'm not Don't sure I can. Absolutely, no, maybe this floor no. panel. No, no, no Lucius, it, leave Lucius. it. Big cat. No. And are you here? Okay, <laughs> I'm leaving it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else from anyone? So no, I'm going to grab Quill, and do you want to try Greater Restoration or something like that? Yeah, I guess I'd fill uh, Quill in on like on the details and like you know press that I'm not entirely sure it's going to work because it seems to be something bigger at play here. But Yolo, let's try oh, it. Oh, my first clerical client, voluntary clerical client. Anyway, Restro <laughs> 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 doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I mean you you. Well, you can you go and see Thalia, and she kind of just shrugs, um, gestures vaguely at herself. Um, cool. Uh, well, three options. you want to try something? Okay, three things could work. One, remove curse. Do you, uh, so you cast remove thing. curse? Uh, yeah, it's just it's a Let's free have a thing. Let's see if there's any components. To... No components. No. Okay. Uh, so you let's, let's see. All curses affecting one creature or object end if the object is cursed. Uh, I'm just trying to see if you get any information on the curse. Okay, so you channel the arcane energy. You feel the power of Hesper kind of swell. You reach out, you touch uh, Thalia, um, who just stares at you very unexpectedly and blankly. And you watch as the magic, as you touch her, all that magic that you gather to try and break the enchantment just breaks away. It just vanishes Ooh. into the air. Okay, boy, this is a toughie, huh? Um, okay, no, that's okay, that's okay. That was just a weak little spell. Trust me, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Um, I'm hey, Nova? sure you are. Yo! Uh, do we have a hundred gold to spare? A hundred. Yes! Roger, roger. We do. Cool, okay. Uh, throw it this way. Boom! Great restoration. <laughs> literally just threw a hundred okay. gold pieces at Quill. <laughs> it is technically diamond dust worth a hundred gold, but we'll hand wave it and say, sure, Nova has a hundred gold of diamond dust um, that yeah, she exactly. digs out and just not. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And yeah, you cast Greater Restoration. You feel the same process. You kind of take the, the diamond dust in your hands. Um, you, you, uh, do you like blow it at Thalia? Like, what does, what does Quill do with the actual spell? Like, what does this look like when you cast it? Uh, instead of blowing it, I kind of like almost gently, with gentle gusts, kind of enshroud her with wind and spectral feathers and the diamond dust and all the components. And then it's like a Power Rangers transformation scene. And she comes back and she's not snaky anymore. That's well, that bit like. doesn't happen. But the rest Aww. of it, the way you described it, is fine. But what I will say, because this is a fifth level spell, I'll give you some more information on this as well. Um, make a Arcana check for me. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> oh my god, I'm meant to be the boy. You're meant to be the boy. So, <laughs> when you summon the, the spell, 
very similar thing happens. But this time, rather than just it kind of dissipating, you do feel that as you as the magic coalesces around Thalia, you begin to see... Um, Nova doesn't see this, Thalia doesn't see this, but Quill, through your magic, through the power of Hesper, you do, however, see that there are these tiny, uh, invisible like vines that are wrapped all around Thalia's limbs and up her neck, um, like very faint shimmering lines of magic. And as your spell tries to break the enchantment, you see that these things are, these little invisible lines are so heavily enchanted, so powerfully magically that your spell just collapses against them. It's like throwing glass at a wall. It just breaks apart into the air. And you can tell that the, whatever created this curse this effect that has transformed thalia into a into a medusa into a you know a, a gorgon creature was powerful was very very powerful um probably arch probably fey and nature judging by the pattern of vines and thorns and things like that um oh okay uh wow um very I very did, powerful I did try and warn you um, Okay, look, I have one last try. The chances are slim. I could try asking my god. An intervention, if you will, of divine nature. <laughs> Mr. Quillock, uh, please, if this is... Uh, you are more than welcome to try, but if this is going to deny you some power that you're later going to need, uh, I don't wish you to waste it on me. Uh, ah, we're two days out. Chances are slim. Very well, if, if you wish to try, by all means. Okay, divine intervention. <laughs> um, oh wait, you can't use this feature again for seven days. Divine I think that's if it's successful. I think it's if it's successful, uh, you can't use it for seven days. Oh yeah, I think that if it fails, you can use it the next day. Yeah, Trot remembers. Sure, I'll I'll try that. So I need to roll a percentile so dice, and the number needs to be less than my lower. cleric level, which is ten. So ten percent chance of succeeding. It needs to be nine or lower, so it's nine percent chance. Oh god, okay. Three to one go. Work that once. Oh. 57. <laughs> so you reach out trying to feel Hesper's light and knowledge and power. But that connection, that distance between you and Erois, you know that it's difficult to summon that vast amount of energy needed to break this enchantment from such a great distance. Um, Hesper's power is thin, weakened, spread too much across Erois itself. There's not enough there for you to draw on to break whatever ability this is, uh, whatever curse this takes the form of. And for Nova and Thalia, you just see nothing. You just see Quill, and then nothing happens. Oh, okay. Should uh, I... I is, does this take I'm, a long time, or...? Um, look, okay, here's how here's how it works being Kelex's clerical client, okay? If, the, if I can't do what you ask me to, I owe you one free Eye of the Storm charge. There you go. So when we get back to Aroas, and when I get them back, I owe you one free Eye of the Storm. When we're back in Aroas, I, I can know find out where. Quirk. What do you mean? Oh, where? my eye, where, I can... Look, I when I can look, I can use the. I'll, I owe you one question for free that I can guaranteed answer. But I don't have any questions. I know what this is. I know what caused it. I know why it's here. But you here. could ask. You could ask who could lift the curse. 
Mm, I'm yeah. assuming a god or something like that, or a creature like that. I would give you a specific answer. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tiangong. Yes. Could you lift the curse if you were more uh, if you were more together? Hmm. You wait for a while, and you can feel the presence in your blade, this this weapon that you formed this symbiosis with. Take some time to answer, as it seems to be thinking. Um, they seem to contemplate, and they come back. Yes, no. What do you mean, yes, Yo. no? Yes, no. You've never said yes, no before? Yes, no. <laughs> maybe? It's yes, no, maybe. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> there we go, we kind of learned a third word here. Oh, we're doing it, we're doing it. That's thinking in binary. Um, so Tiangong might be able to lift it, but they're not sure. More shards more power hopefully next time i manage to to put him to get them them together we'll get more words in well, there then nothing you, has massively changed have you sensed any shards whilst we've been traveling not since zach's ravis's one well tiangong is there a way to reform you without finding physical shards Yes. Does it involve transferring energy into you? Yes. Oh. Does it have to be life energy? No. Magical? I mean, Nova has to ask the question. It's all in Nova's brain, right? Does it have to be magical energy yes could i cast a spell into you i this is the problem with only having three now i guess answers yes so if i if i cast a spell right now on you that would help yes That seems too easy. Nah. Yes. So right now, if I just call, if I just, if I just <clears throat> cast, if I cast blight on you, that would work. Yes. It, you're not really casting the spell, but you can transfer mm. the the energy that this relationship and it's because you are you form a relationship right like tiangong yeah. is giving you the knowledge of conjuring this magic and is kind of shaping how it works but that energy is still coming from you like it's still your source of energy just without tiangong you don't have the knowledge of how to do any of it um it would be absorbing that energy from you it would take a spell slot but you wouldn't actually cast the spell you're not gonna you know cast blight on an object um okay um, guys, I'm about to do something really reckless. Uh-oh. Anyone object? I mean, no? Okay. Lucius was trying to wrench the back of a chair earlier, so uh, I can't be much more reckless than him. You don't need it, Quill. 
Be careful! <laughs> Please! Also, yeah. lumbar support. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll just pick up the hammer, drag it sure. towards Nova, and stand ready. I mean, you all stand ready, and Nova, you summon the energy, and yeah, it just. You feel that spell slot, so the marker spell slot off, because you channel the energy, and it just. You just feel that energy kind of pulled from you. Um, Can I. How far out are we? Have we got a few days to go? Like, are, are we... Like, can I get a long yeah, rest in? Like a short rest days. in? Yeah. yeah, you got like two days and stuff. Here's the thing. When you try and communicate, like, yeah. Tiangong will respond with yes. What, if this is having an effect, it must be micro-tessimal. Like, it, yeah. it must be such yeah. a small effect that you don't notice any changes. Like, you, you can spend hours churning spell slots into Tiangong, but it has almost no visible yeah, kind of yeah. impact. Um, and eventually, yeah, like, you just realize that, like, yeah, this isn't even 1%. Ew. Like, you could spend a whole yeah. day doing it and, you know, maths, you know, you don't even have an idea of how much this has affected it. Yeah. But Nova being the smart person that she is, if you could find the source of incredible amounts of magical energy, like, incredible amounts, that could restore... Tiangong fully. Even Sequester wouldn't be enough. Sequester is just a 7th level spell. It's not that powerful. The We're talking matrix. like the energy I'm, to yeah, create I'm just... <laughs> something really Narrowing in on Sentry's chest. The world engine. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. something like the Prime Matrix or the world engine or the, the sunship or the cradle. The sunship. Stuff. Eh? We are talking like immense big, levels of magical boy, power yeah. because also the other thing that i think nova would work out <laughs> sure uh this other thing that i think nova would calculate is that the energy you feed into tiangong as a spell slot he, they probably expend by communicating yeah, with so you. it's like it, yeah. it's like a, you're not providing enough to yeah. actually make a difference you know it's not efficient this new sentience is costing them power to use. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. it drains their own energy to, to answer your questions, even simply okay. like this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we all go to sleep, yeah, and just Sentry... standing there with the hammer. What'd you do? When are you doing it? Yeah, nothing happens. I, um... hmm? I don't know. It's a... No, it's fine. It's not gonna happen. I just thought... <sighs> I thought I was onto something, but... It's not going to work. I know I'm not smart enough to give you any advice, so I'm just going to put the hammer down. But, you know, if you want to do something reckless again, just give me a shout. It's fine. Um, I'll be there. Always. Yep. Always. Always and forever. Okay. We'll do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless there is anything specific that anybody wants to do, uh, another day passes. For Sentry, Lucius, and Ayla, though, um, it's, there's no night on the astral plane, but you do have a kind of routine sleeping habits now where everybody kind of tries to sleep at the same times. You know, people try and kind of be up and about and do things just to help the time pass quickly. And uh, Ayla, Lucius, and Sentry, you become very rapidly uh, alert, uh, Lucius and Ada, because you only need to be kind of like in your trance for four hours, so you kind of spend the rest of the evening in quiet kind of downtime. Sentry, you know, you're in the same position where you're only kind of shut down for a brief period of time to regain energy. You hear uh, 
sort of shouts and cries coming from within the ship. Uh, you hear banging, somebody rapidly running down the ship. Uh, you hear Big Cat start to snarl um, and growl uh, and the sound of, of kind of <laughs> get out of my way. What are you doing? I'm Where are going I? to immediately run out. Is it Rethra? It is, yeah. You can see that uh, hair all wild, the, the kind of like brown, lightly red hair kind of has gone wild. The tattoos are kind of glowing with fiery embers. Um, they've managed to, the axe that they they took from the drow in one hand, and he's looking around wildly. Uh, you can see just drenched in sweat, like covered in it, eyes quite wild, and he's, he's squaring off with Big Cat but it doesn't look like he's aggressive. It looks like he feels threatened, but Big Cat is also like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, well, I'm going to get angry because you're freaking me out. Um, and there's this standoff, and the three of you kind of see this happening. Rethra wheels around, but he, he it's like he doesn't quite see all of you there. He's like, what's going on? Where am I? Who? Rethra? Where's Rethra, calm down. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight anymore. And he's We're just looking around you. like... <sighs> He seems no to like fighting you. take a moment. The theater. I was back in the theater. They were making me fight again. How? How did I get there? How? How am I back? It's a bad dream. It's a dream, Rethy. You're not there. No, You're no, with no, us. No, we don't dream. Elves don't dream. Elves. I was there. I was there. And he looks at you, and he's like grabbing you by the collar. He's like, "You don't understand." Easy. They were making uh, me fight again. Nobody's making you fight, Rethra. The axe kind of falls to the ground. He like grabs his head and kind of slinks down. I wasn't there, was I? Oh God! No. By by the gods, by the divines, I wasn't there. You can hear like his breathing starts really like rapidly increasing. You can see him like rocking back and forth as his breathing is getting faster and faster. Stay calm. It's okay. It's it's bound to have had a lasting effect on you. You were there for so what? long. You don't... I know words are kind we of don't understand. But we're here now. And it wasn't real. It's not real. You're with us. A bunch of people who are gonna keep you safe now. You're gonna keep us safe too. We're not safe, fighting. Safe. We're just Ooh. going home. <sighs> I just, I don't, we don't have a home. Alfheim's gone. There's no Alfheim anymore. I didn't I'm even know Alfheim existed recently. My home is Erois. 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 They tried to make us fight there. They tried to make us fight, but lots of us abandoned. That's why I quit. That's why I stopped serving in the Valkyrian army. They wanted us to attack our own other elves. Ah! And you can see his breathing kind of calms down and starts taking these big, deep gulps of air. It's not, but not me. Not me. Uh, my past life, uh, the rebirth, the memories—they're all still there. God, what's mine and what's not mine? I don't know anymore. We'll figure it out. But all you need to know for now is that you're safe and that we're going home to a place that you can have a home. You're not going to need to fight people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Can you? Hey, can you hey. Just, can you just sit with it? Can you just sit here for a bit? Just sit. I just don't want to talk. I just. I need somebody else here, just in case. In case. Sure. In case the memories come back. Sure. Thanks. I'll be here. Thank you. Okay. You don't have to talk, but I could tell you about our ship. We have a ship, by the way, on Aroes. Anything. Tell me anything. Tell okay. me. Tell me where you're from. I'll tell, tell me about Aroes. About it. And I'll spend probably the next, well, however long until everyone yeah, else yeah, is yeah. awake, just telling, telling Rethra about Aroes, what we've gone through so far, and how we met, yeah. and telling him about uh, the ship, and that we've got a crew waiting for us, and that it's a safe place and that he can stay with us and I'll just I'll spend that time I'll also probably sit and try and calm down Big Cat at the same time just... <laughs> yeah I, I think yeah once Big Cat knows that like there's not a threat he kind of naturally chills out but he'll he'll sit with you like he he's, he's always liked Ayla you've always made the effort to kind of like bond with Big Cat so he kind of sits with you and Rethra seems to find the presence like now that he's not in fight or flight mode he actually quite likes you know having Big Cat there and he pets him and strokes him um, but yeah Ayla's not the best conversationalist I think you would agree that she is not the best but just having someone talk to him having somebody tell him about stuff that gives him something to focus on does help you can still see that there are still signs that this is not something that a one conversation is going to fix that there are still you know you still catch him like glancing around the corners of his eyes like his hand still goes near the axe you know making sure it's within reach and stuff like that but having somebody there helps and i think that you find that this is maybe maybe some sort of uh routine for like night times making sure that you keep an eye on him might be a wise idea for the future uh if these kind of things keep happening um yeah Lucius i think she'd what do you guys do like do you stay of doing that yeah when uh i notice that he's like i just need someone to sit here i'm just gonna kind of glance at century and just do a little yeah. nod and then just back away slowly <laughs> yeah sure and leave yeah, them to yeah, it. Sure. You can you can just go back to the the you know cabins where you've been sleeping and stuff like that. Does Sentry back, um... kind of follow or? Yeah, I'll, I'll like give Ada a little nod and then uh, slowly walk back to the cabin. Okay, sure. Sorry, Lucius, what are you going to say? Uh, it's just a very like obvious attempt to be like subtle, kind of like when you miss a train, you jog, and then you build back to a walk again as if you intended that the whole time just like hands <laughs> clasped behind his back just like looking around and then he tries a hatch on the way it's like mm, yeah <laughs> be good for... and then <laughs> go back into a room yeah sure sure <clears throat> uh yeah um the next day unless there's again unless there's spells you want to cast or things you want to do passes in the similar function go on quill just one question. Uh, so one of the tasks sure. was to alert Palador. Um, is in, in casting that that spell, the divination spell, is Palador aware of that, or was it like his godliness is what responded to me? <laughs> is it like sending? I to a would god? say the other thing you don't know is is you know you don't know whether Palador knows the identity of who cast the spell. You kind of throw a question out to this divine being. It's not like caller ID where he's like Quillic Ad Kalar, Araka Cleric of Hesper has is I got a message that guy. For you. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I will I will tell you you don't think that he is gonna know that you were the one who cast that spell. You got your answer to your question. Whether you were right. like, hey, it's me. I, I used that spell. Do you know me? Yeah. Like, that's not how it's going to work. That's why, I asked, that's why I asked the question in that way, because he won't recognize the twin star unless I'm standing on top of it, dying. <laughs> There's no way he's going to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was just wondering if, if that spell enough of an alert. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure not going, going to lunatic. <laughs> I will leave that to your best discretion, Quillick. Okay. Whether you believe that that yeah. is enough. I mean, I think the answer we got is good enough an, an, an answer if we've got it right anyway. Like he doesn't know that the prime has been restored or that their mind is back to normal. So I suppose it makes sense that he would say restore the mind of the of the guardian. Um, I guess. M- maybe. Right? I'm not answering. Right. I will not okay. give that question an answer. Instead, uh, unless there is anything, um, a day passes and Thalia calls you all to the cockpit uh, on the sort of like end of the second day, beginning of the third day. Uh, she just gestures out the main viewport of the Twin Star Longbow, this sleek, narrow astral vessel that you've been traveling along. Before you, astral space seems to morph into something else. The purple, misty hue changes to a subtle blue and white. And the fabric of reality seems to refract and bend like a thousand mirrors were drifting ahead of you. Looking closely, you can see the shape of enormous chunks of ice partially hidden by the blue hue of the astral mist and the rime and the frost across its surfaces. Millions of these ice shapes, all floating in different shapes and sizes, drifting in random patterns, spreads out before you, seemingly forever. I think that this is the shifting straits Bim referred to I I can't read his notes there in Infernal but well, the last time we spoke he said that this was something that kept Erois a secret I think that we have to go through it okay uh, Infernal Nova can you do that uh, I was going to say, Mark, like, in the time that we had, could I have, like, cast Comprehend Languages and gone through Bim's notes and made notes on my own, knowing that this is what we were sure. going towards? Like, just Absolutely. as a... What's the word? Um, I won't even bother showing you the Infernal one, because you can read it with Comprehend Languages. Uh, and I'm just going to give this to Kim. You write the entire thing in Infernal. I have an Infernal font I downloaded. Oh. Oh. Oh, Sorry. Uh, So I think (laughs) Kim should should be the only one that can see that, but if it's shown up for all of you, whoops. Um, No, I can't see it. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so Nova is pouring through Bim's notes and has a collection, but yeah, the rest of you, I mean, what what do you guys do or say or feel seeing this sight before you do you have any questions is it not clear what it's like uh, i don't like this at all 
this is, this is quite overwhelming if, if no one else with all the technology that we've witnessed can't penetrate through well Lucius I'm afraid that if you want to get home this is the way this is uh, I've looked on the the according to the the magic engine uh, the magic sensors this stretches on impossibly far uh, it would take us days to try and navigate it and even then it might just continue uh, it stretches even into uncharted space um, so we might not be the only ones who tried this before um <clears throat> I, I think bim's notes mentioned the valkyrian uh empire um flying through the straits but on the highest security level so I imagine we could possibly find a path but there might be bad guys there we also need to identify a path as well this is seemingly impossible to navigate shall I I read I'll read Bim's notes out for you if you want and then we can see if anyone has any bright ideas Um, uh, okay so Bim wrote The Straits, yes, quite a mystery, but deadly and dangerous. A few ships have entered and returned, but barely, talking of giant icy shapes that smashed their other ships to pieces. Valkyrian flies on the, uh, files on the Straits high, Valkyrian files on the Straits highest security level. Scholars believe the Straits may be the expulsion of when the Genesis well first erupted and the first divines emerged. Intense heat, intense cold, light and pressure all exploded, changing many of our own stars and worlds. Ancient history, mostly destroyed by Callus, suggests that these frozen fragments were once scattered evenly across the plains, or would drift between them. Did Siaska pull all of them here to hide the missing world? So it sounds to me like Siaska is responsible for all these fragments being here. Like a second cradle. Yeah. From so, I don't know who this Siaska is, but this is certainly a defense. I mean, I'm a pretty good pilot, but I'm going to need help to navigate this. I, the, the Twin Star's quick, as long as I can react in time. and I can probably avoid some of these things smashing us to pieces, but... It's going to be. It's going to require all of us working together. I feel. Hmm. Yep, hmm. I can co-pilot again. Unless, maybe I should check my notes that we got. Like, maybe if there's anything in there, like it says, Valkyrian files, higher security. We got a whole bunch of files, didn't we? Uh, you got the layouts for the Tassadar ships. Uh, got blueprints. Yes, got like the blueprints. Intel on Valkyrian in outposts, guard rotations, patrolling. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Nothing about this Could we this use the cannons area. to blast the path through? We could, Sentry. My worry there is if we hit some of the larger ones, we'll create smaller ones, which could just be just as deadly if they smash into us at a high velocity. Um, and if we destroy the smaller ones, we might cause... I don't know. I mean, these things look fragile. I wonder if noise or, or magical force might even be enough to break some of them apart. It's certainly an option. I think if, if need be and we have to start blasting a way to clear a path, that's certainly something we can do, but it would I mean, be good. who knows what it might cause. It would be good almost to create some sort of barrier in the front of the ship that could shove out of the way, you know, like a big thing. Wall of ice. You know when you clear snow? Like, yeah, I guess a wall, like, just... 
as a point, some of these shapes, some of these shapes are colossal. They dwarf the twin star. They're like small moons. They are enormous. Some of them are as big as the twin star. Some of them are maybe a bit bigger. Some of them are smaller. Like, it's like several of these bigger ones have broken up and turned into smaller chunks. All different shapes and sizes. Some are long and thin. Some are almost perfectly um, spherical. Some of them are jagged, like asteroid shapes, all made from this thick sort of blue and white frost and rime. Oh, Quill, um, could mm-hmm. you use your eye to, to, to chart a path? I uh, used them all in Azagrat, unfortunately, uh, uh, and it hasn't been that long since since then. Uh, Three days. Um, so you got a few days left. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure well, out, look. there must be a way to identify a correct path. Yes, uh, but, and uh, out of character, I will tell you that, yeah, there's 100% you can use skill checks and stuff to do that. There's no point trying to worry about that and and be like, oh, you know, how are we going to do that? Um, Thani's mm-hmm. like, yes, uh, I, I think that, yes, we, whatever magic we have available to us, uh, consider what abilities you have, consider what skills that you are especially good at. Um, having somebody who is knowledgeable of pathways or can help oh, spot dear. dangers, that sort of thing. Um, Hammer goes be whack. Well, honestly, Ayla, if need be, the turrets, you and Kyrie, perhaps clearing something that's in our way, that's certainly going to do something. Um, I just worry about what consequences it may have is the only issue. But it will certainly help us clear a path. Uh, I don't know how deep this place is. I mean, it could be a few hours. It could be... I mean, it looks like it stretches on for hours. We have to try something. But- we do. There's, uh, there's no turning back. There's no other destination. There's no other route. It's through here, or you don't go home. So, well, we have okay. Quill navigating. We'll have Ayla on a turret. Let's fall back. We've got Nova in the engines. I'll be, I'll be present. I think your wall of cold idea is a good idea. Like if we need just to to shove or like you know shove things out the way that could that could maybe even just even just setting something in a tailspin you know or giving us a nudge away from something or is uh blocking your vision to actually pilot i do need to i yes don't don't block my vision please i will need to see uh, as we cover um, important parts of the ship that shouldn't be hit uh, the other thing is, we just don't know what will happen until we get in there. Also, I have to Say, go outside to cast this spell. Well, I mean, Maybe it is possible to survive for some see. time. It might, well, that's up to the spell description. But if need be, I mean, it's not impossible to survive for a brief period of time in astral space. Um, hold your breath you'll get a bit chilly uh, and if you stay out for too long you'll get very very cold uh, but it is possible to survive at least for a brief period of time I can create a hemispherical dome with a radius of up to 10 feet or I can create 10 10 foot square panels well and arc them maybe well unless there's any objections would Elko be useful? Could I use Elko as an assistant to maybe help push some small? 
small I ice don't know. You tell me. If, I mean, maybe. Yeah, if you can summon Elko outside of the ship. And uh, there's not mm. really anything for Elko to move on. Like, you know, uh, can mm. it fly? I don't know if it can fly. I don't think you can. F- could I maybe, like, just stand him on the ship? <laughs> I just plonk him on there. You could, yeah, you could, you could stand. The only thing is, is obviously any rapid twists and turns might see poor Elko mm. tumbling off, but... True. Uh, hmm. uh, anyway, I don't want to have any analysis paralysis, so unless there are any objections, Thalia begins piloting the ship into the shifting straits. This I nef- yeah, Elko pilot. Yeah, I, I could do with some help in engineering if anyone's feels at a loose end. Maybe uh, Rethra can... can help. Uh, a lot of this stuff is pretty new to me, but I can certainly try, yeah. Nova can it's basically... do a lot of this stuff. It's more the heavy lifting that she might need a hand yeah. with. Yeah, Look at I, my can, noodles. I can try. Yeah, sure. Uh, he kind of nods and follows Nova. I'll try uh, casting yeah. this wall so that it doesn't obscure at least the cockpit. Uh, something like that. A barrier at the front, which attaches to maybe the wing to wing. Well, how long does the wall of ice last? Ten minutes. <laughs> do, you, do you want to do that right now, just as you're heading into oh, the first if bit? Or do you if it wait? looks like we're colliding or about to collide into something, I'll conjure it. As like a failsafe, so I'm going to be in the cockpit looking alert. I think. So in the cockpit, we currently have Thalia, obviously Quill co-pilot, and then Lucius, kind of like Chewie, standing behind them all. Um, (laughs) What's Sentry doing? Sentry, are you staying in the cockpit as well? Um. Yeah, yeah, I'll stay in the cockpit. And then we have Kyrie and Ayla in the turrets, and then Nova and Rethra in the engineering. Um, And Big Cat's asleep in the lounge. All right, so the Twin Star Longbow begins uh, the quite rapid journey into the Shifting Straits. And as you get within the field, you very quickly become aware, yeah, just how massive these things are and how quickly they are moving once you are inside them. Thalia does her best to kind of, you know, constantly keep be on the move and avoiding them as they go. Um, but there are going to be some obstacles. But before any of we get into any of that, uh, there is a kind of magical crackle as a message. Thalia kind of glances down at the magical console of the Twin Star, presses a few crystals and uh, swipes at a few sensors, um, and a crackling voice comes over uh, through the ship. Unknown vessel, this is VF- VSF Kalista. Be warned that there is. We are attempting. Any assistance will be. Captain, I've, I've sent the mess by the Emperor. Look! And then it goes dead. VSF Kalista? Hmm. Kalistra. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay, Valkyrian ship. But. Uh, that doesn't Something sound out here very got it. Good. Are they near? Uh, Can they see us? 
I don't think so. I mean, that it didn't even seem like they could recognize us. And I, there's nothing showing up on my instruments that they're anywhere nearby. And then you see Thalia kind of has to swerve as like a giant piece of ice kind of smashes into another one. And all these different splinters come flying out. She very rapidly uh, spins the twin star, causing it to kind of uh, shake all about to the side. Um taking it into a tailspin but then she writes the ship as she pulls up into a long corridor with ice on both sides and then she kind of looks and she's like ah, damn it that maneuver quill can you i can't see where we just came from i i think that that's knocked us a little bit off course uh and you okay, can see can... now it is just you are in this labyrinth of icy asteroids and corridors as everything just swarms in around you. Um, what would you like to do, Quill? Um, what could I do to get us back on the right path to figure out you, our orientation? Because, um, like, navigation isn't a, a, a thing, but what sort of check would that it's be not a if skill. I did a navigation thing? A navigation? Well, uh, do you have any proficiency in, in navigator's tools? I do indeed. I've got, well, I've got... Card- okay. Oh, wait. Is that cartographer's tools? Cartography? Yeah, I'd say cartography. It gives you like a... You have an understanding of like tracking landmarks and things like that from, you know, things like that. So I'd say this would be uh, wisdom plus proficiency. Wisdom plus proficiency. Okay, so... uh, That plus two. 23. Nice. 23. Okay, so as a point, you don't... you don't re- you don't repeat that check ever again. So Quill, you kind of spend some time oh, and looking at the map and things like that. You can say, "Yep, yeah, okay, Thalia, I think I know where we are now." Uh, you can make the points. Bearing and we can two, get you five, back on six. Exactly. You kind of call out the bearings, but you notice that as you fly deeper into this these shifting straits, this labyrinth of ice, um, things begin moving a lot faster. And Nova, inside the engine room you begin to see that the power of the engines is fluctuating rapidly. Uh, There's almost moments where one engine cuts out completely and another one flares. You begin to hear the building of power within the conduits. You can hear hisses, um, uh, rumbles, something rattling around. The lights, all of you notice that the lights in the whole ship kind of blink in and out. Ayla, your entire turret just goes dead for a second, and then it comes back on and is trying to lock on to something that isn't there. Stuff is happening all over the ship that you don't recognize. Energy. Ghost signals. Disruption. It's more than just ice. I don't say any of that. Mm -hmm. One of the engines, Nova, is is powering up to boost, but the other one is not firing. Okay. Uh, uh, what do you do? Well, if I if I try and power up the second... No, because I don't want to... Do I want to boost? No, I probably don't want to boost, do I? Because I'll boost straight into what a you do? friggin' thing. Um, can I try and discharge the engine that's trying to boost and maybe... Sounds re- like a great re- arcana check. An arcana check, okay. Operate the magitech. Uh, Arcana is a plus six for me. Where the hell are my dice? My digi dice. Digi dice. Oh, jeez. That is a ten. A flat ten. 
So, you, Nova, as you're frantically trying to discharge, you do absolutely discharge the energy from the engine. This causes the engines to ignite. Um, both you hear this thunderous roar as the ship lurches forward. Uh, Thalia, fuck, she kind of lets out a thing as you can see one of these giant glaciers barreling almost you're about to smash into it those of you in the cockpit what do you do quill you are currently piloting so i'm gonna throw this to either sentry or lucius first okay do anything wall of ice okay so you're just gonna conjure the wall of ice to try and what like deflect the ship away or like kind of nudge you so that you're gonna go in a different direction how are you using it what i'm gonna do is create a triangle so that it kind of helps uh push against and kind of you know so use kind of, it as a, yeah so scrape instead of across. smashing dead into something it will kind of deflect you at an angle hopefully uh, push it away it. yeah and because it's a point it's it's easy enough for it to do that and not just slam and into it wall of ice makes is a sixth level spell it is Okay, perfect. So you, those of you in the cockpit and Ayla, you up in the turret, you see this kind of cone of ice form around the front of the ship. Um, Just as you're about to slam into one of these huge frosty rocks, the the cone helps divert you away and the ship ends up kind of swooping up and around it. And you can see up ahead, there is this thin, narrow corridor of ice. Two big chunks are slowly closing together. Um kind of narrowing further and further closer to each other. Meanwhile, Nova, you notice that in the ship, down in the uh, corridor into the main lounge, a vent erupts. A giant gout of uh, gases begins venting into the ship. Part of the infernal engine, this red orangey cloud of mist begins erupting into it. It's chaos. What is everyone doing? Uh... Yeah, everyone can act like, just tell me what you want to do. Okay, Lucius. No, um... Good job on the wall of ice. This button is a shield. You can use that as well if you need it. Oh. Okay. Right. Do we need That's it now? Cool does. <laughs> no, not yet. Can we twist uh, the mayday! plane so it's thinner? Mayday! Mayday! There's a vent blasting in the in the hallway. I need help. You want to send? You want to send Rethra to do it? You can make a uh, persuasion check to kind of tell Rethra what to do. Uh, so it's just venting gas into like like in the main lounge where you guys normally meet for dinner and things like that a a piece of the crystalline wall has erupted and like this metal is bent out of place and this giant gout of orange gas that seems very toxic Uh, Big Cat is like hacking and coughing Um, he's like stumbling around Um, it looks like maybe it can be like bent or pushed back in place but you're going to need to tell Rethra what to do and how to do it so it'll be a persuasion um, check. Can I, instead, can I ask Rethra to yep. help me? Because I don't have to breathe, so, but I need strength, so if sure. I could get... You can make I, an I athletics to call by get advantage. Like... Go on. If you uh, want to call yeah. on me, then... Yeah, you can well, just call just Ayla want... as well. You can just say, like, Ayla, come Anything. help. <laughs> yeah. um... Strength of 20, baby. Strength of 20. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone strong? I need you to help me, but I need you can't breathe this stuff in. <laughs> That's my cue. Sure. Um, um, I'll I'll go and uh, try and help. I will just before I go to do it, hold my breath, but also rage to try and make sure that I sure. really. Sure. So with Nova pointing the way, you're going to rage. You have advantage. Athletics check for me. Um. Athletics check. Oh, goody! It's a minus two for Kim. No, no, it's for what a no, it's for Ayla. Ayla oh, Ayla's doing Ayla, the strength Ayla, stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's, good. that's uh, twenty. 
20? Okay. Not natural, but uh, 20. No, so you manage to press this plate, um, this metal, you kind of grab it with both hands, holding your breath as this noxious gas is being blasted in your face, and you kind of twist it and push it back in place, um, holding it in place for Nova to come in and magically seal it uh, with her Magitech tools, kind of hold it, like fusing the, the pipe together, um, and the gas stops leaking into the main lounge. But you do hear something beeping and going off in the engine room, Nova, as this happens. Meanwhile, Quillic, Sentry, and Lucius, and Thalia, you see this narrowing corridor of ice. Um, Thalia can attempt to make a piloting check, but she's going to need somebody to basically help her do that and guide her. Or one of you can do something else uh, if you guys want to try and do something on your own. But you can see, like, it's the classic, you're flying, and if you don't get there quick enough, this thing's going to crush the ship as it arrives. Hmm. I mean, I've got a panic really well. You, All right, Lucius panics. panics. Level seven panic. <laughs> sure. I'm like gripping both their chairs in between. <laughs> what do we sure. do? We're going to get crushed, Quill. Uh, I, I can make do a check. portent. Yeah, you're going to portent. So you're going to portent Thalia's pilot. I mean, unless, unless Sentry's got something. Uh, I, I guess. Know. Does Sentry got something? Oh, I don't know. Rihanna's is, making is a face. I'm just trying to think of what I can do because all my all my spells and stuff are like good for combat, Smashy. and that's about well, you, it. I mean, uh, just tell me, so... and I'll find a way to make it work. But there might okay. be risks. I was thinking of um, could I cast a moonbeam horizontally as like a way to like use the energy to stop the ice from converging. Well, no, what you could do is you could still keep it vertical, but if you put it at the point where they're about to meet, you could try and hope uh-huh. that the radiant energy melts enough of the ice to allow you to kind of get oh. through um, rapidly. That's cool. Okay, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> so it, so oh, it won't that. automatically succeed, but it will give Thalia advantage on her piloting check because it's basically giving you a bigger window to try and skim the ship through. Awesome, I'll do that. Because it's only a second level... level spell, right? If you want to cast it at a higher level, level it might just... Yeah, I mean, it's up to you. What do you want to do? I'll do it at third level. Third level. Okay. So, you don't... Thalia doesn't need to make a pilot check because the moonbeam is wide enough and it deals enough damage that it just shaves off enough of these kind of edges of ice that Thalia twists the twin star vertically and it just scrapes along the sides as these ice uh, giants smash into each other and the ship flies out the other end. Um, cool. And Damn you kind of feel cool. the rush as it goes past. Nova, as you awesome. rush back to the engineering with Ayla and Rethra, you notice that the life support system of the ship, the oxygen oh. in the entire ship, part of the closing the vent and the redistribution of power is vented most of the oxygen, um, and you're going to need to fix that. The rest of you notice like the air's getting kind of thin as you breathe. But before we go Nova? on our break, Twilik. Yeah? Oh, looking out. Why me? You still are within the shifting straits. You can still see more of these things around you. But you glance, and for a second, um, in the distance, you see uh, one of these giant pieces of ice, and it seems massive. It seems to stretch on, like almost like a shelf, a continent. And embedded into it, you can see a Valkyrian battleship. Like it's crashed, and then it's been covered over in frost and rime. And then another giant chunk passes past the cockpit. And when you look, that whole ice shelf has vanished. Oh, man, that's the coolest shit, Mark. I love that. (laughs) And you get the sense 
something is here in these this ice labyrinth with you. Yep. There is something watching you. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to take a break. Nah. Is it oh, Apex okay. Predator? Five minute break. Five minute break. No, we just yeah. found the BSF Nostromo. I mean, Kalistra. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. Are there any lockers anywhere? <laughs> Jesus. I know, 20 minutes. Oh, man. Let's take a five minute break, and then when we come back, we can find out what's happening. 